Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi guys, we're back with a special two-part podcast. Welcome back to our Good News Conversation with the two superstar founders and CEOs of the Granola Bar, Dana Norley and Julie Mountain. And remember, this two-part special is happily brought to you by my family's favorite safe, clean, aluminum-free deodorant. We all love it. We all use it. It actually works, and it doesn't stain your clothes. So go to typeadeodorant.com, use my exclusive promo code GOODNEWS20 for a 20% off discount on Type A Deodorant. Okay, now we're back with Julie and Dana to talk more about their amazing business that is growing like crazy. They own six busy restaurants, all called the Granola Bar, and they've been serving happiness since 2013. Hi, guys. Welcome back. back. I like my outfit this week better, I know. Me too. I know. And you did your makeup a little different. So cute. Okay, so... Let's talk a little bit more about your kids. What do they think about your business? You go first because you have a well, lot of kids. I can, I can, well, <laughs> what do they think of your business? My two daughters are really connected to it. And as they get older, look, when we started working together, it was, two, help me, 2011, 2010. Yes. They were so tiny. They had no idea what I was up to. So obviously, as they get older, it's much more exciting for them. Um, they're very proud they're very into it um this is why i do it though you know i do it so that they can see me work i do it so that they can see us build something um being good to each other you know so i they they love it but they've grown up in it right like you guys are such positive role models yeah well i hope so right for us it's been 10 years of working together my kids are 10 and 12 right (laughs) so um they don't know much different um but yeah my my 12 year old especially alex is um very involved in like my my brainstorming she'll help me with menu ideas she'll help me with menu names oh that's Um, so cute yeah so and Liv loves it Liv eats there every morning we we can so and my my stepkids I think are really proud I was able to employ one uh my eldest stepdaughter last summer which was really exciting. Oh, that's for awesome! Me. Um, I didn't even know that. I missed that. Okay, it's okay. I think I, you know, it was, it was a blip, but but it, it's exciting to know that they can come and you know get a good job, but also like start from the you know ground up. Yeah. They're gonna start you know bussing tables and dish, right? Yeah, right. no. The kids what are, are your kids? My kids are Dana? are very excited about the potential of hopefully working there someday. Well, at least two of the three of them. <laughs> Um, you know, they're, they're incredibly proud and especially now they're at an age where, you know, my daughter was telling me she, you know, was in class and, uh, her teacher had them do, um, three truths and one lie. And so one of, one of her Is that a drinking game? It, it is, but they was in middle school, in, in middle yeah. school without alcohol. Nina, that's boarding uh, school stuff. And uh, totally. so one of her statements was my mom owns a restaurant. So the kid who was sitting at the table with her thought that that was the lie and so she said no and and so the other kids in the class who know her very well said oh it's Logan her mom owns the granola bar and the boy said your mom owns the granola bar yeah that's always like yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's very cute for them they get a lot of pride in knowing that 
it's something that Julie and I created. And again, to what Julie was saying, you know, our friendship. And in addition to that, um, both Julie and I are very fortunate. We have very supportive husbands. So it's really nice for them to see our husbands being very supportive of us working and helping out when, you know, look, there are times when we're not around to do things and they pick up the slack or my children have to be a little bit more independent at times than they probably would like. But I think that these are valuable lessons that will actually help them as they grow older. Yeah, you said I totally it so agree. much better. Oh. Yeah, I'm so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you have each no, other, right? I mean, I just should like, go to sleep. That was so good. But it's so true. It's, it's so true. true. And I'm so, I'm totally agree with you guys about the supportive husbands. I think that's like everything it's to have that partnership. But I love the concept that you guys, we've all talked about many times mm-hmm. um, in, in the restaurant. The you guys are like geniusly coined this phrase, <laughs> stay around moms, right? Well, I love I this. have to give all the credit to Julie. Well, oh, it is. It's all yeah. you. Julie, you didn't, it, you didn't I, like I never, credit, I but never I brag this. about the genius moments. The two that I've genius. had in the 44 years. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was so all frustrated. Us, this is what we are. We're stay around yes, moms. So was, what is this? I Tell us so more about this. I was so frustrated by this, like, by this, you know, polarity that's put out there. Are you a stay-at-home or are you a working mom? And I was like, um, yeah, neither. I think, you know, I I didn't understand because Dean and I have been to business meetings uh, around, you know, a round table of restaurant CEOs that have way more restaurants than we do. I mean, (laughs) 280 locations, 80 locations with that guy, you know, 16 locations. And we were the only two women at the table and we were the only two women with our phones. There are only two people with our phones out on the table. And because you're worried school's going to call, right. the kids are going to call, right. the husband might call with something. Well, School mm, nurse. Less about the husband, to be honest. Yes. Really more focused on like, it's two, It's every day at 2.45 to like 3.15, our phone starts to blow up. That's, we would never say to our kids, sorry, dude, like, no. You know, so I think for us, this stay around concept, I only, I said it in jest at one point because it was so frustrating because I'm not a working parent in the way that it used to be in the 80s, right? Where I leave the house, I'm gone from 6, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We're still at every school function that we can be. I mean, I do think things will evolve and change as they get older and as our business grows, but Dana and I, like, our, our partnership certainly allows us to stay around here. And that's what we've been doing. And that's what we've been focused on. So I think there's so many women that are around for their children, but working. Yeah. You know, that whole paradigm. And we see it in men, too. Like, men are are at our restaurants when they used to be on a train going to the city, mm-hmm. right? So things have just shifted with we work. Yeah, Thank goodness. Technology yeah. has really yeah. enabled people. It's one of the positives, yeah, right? So is. why why is being a stay around mom so important to you? Um, I think being being available is important because I think it um, gives my kids like the peace of mind knowing that if I am ever really needed that I'll be there for them. And also there are so many things that I would not want to miss. Um, I wouldn't want to miss school presentations or meeting their teachers or whatever it is. Um, It's very important to do both Mm -hmm. um, and to show them that one is not more important than the other. Yeah, I think that we had these children, right? And then, you know, for me, like, I had this burst of, like, what else? What else? You know, that doesn't happen to everyone. Not everyone wakes up after having two children. It's like, what more can I do, right? And whether or not that was right or wrong, that's what happened. But they didn't, 
they didn't say, hey, mom, please go to work. <laughs> you know, and I think that that's the battle for, for women, for sure, that it, there's a battle inter- internally, constantly. You know, even getting out of the house this morning, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. We had to be, you know, at a Rye location at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and I was making lunches, and, you know, you're, I'm still around. Um, I, I think it's it's it's... It's a choice, but there is that middle between being a working and being, we're still working, and being a stay-at-home, you know? So for me, my work-life balance right now is a little bit out of whack, so Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to all of this stuff that we're talking about, but what is your best advice when it comes to the work-life balance? What, what, What advice do you give other I mean, Stay around mom. I've, I've never enjoyed even talking about balance. Yeah, it you're like, what's, what's balance? It doesn't exist. Should we the cancel balance, that word? No, I think the balance exists internally for mm-hmm. me. If I feel okay, then I manifest that in my house, right? If I feel out of whack, then I am spreading that wackiness all over the place, you know? Um, it's hard for me as an individual to stay focused on how to do all of this well, um, but I'm not ever looking for balance, if that makes sense. I'm never looking to say, oh, well, this feels perfect. Mm -hmm. It's just internally, if I feel like, you know what, I'm showing up as a great parent. I'm able to show up as a great CEO. You know, I have a certain benefit and a negative of being divorced, so I have different custody of my children, so I do have time that other parents don't have. Like, I'll look at Dean and be like, wait, you have your kids all the time? <laughs> That's really hard. Um, I'm, I mean, yeah. obviously, I would take my, you know, you get it. I get it. So I, I, think, I think the balance is in the imbalance, is understanding, where I've just stopped looking for it. Kind of like, I've stopped weighing myself. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we don't it's need the that same. scale, right? <laughs> what about you, Dana? Um, yeah, I, I don't think that the balance exists either. Um, I guess in terms of um, uh, recommendations, I do try and delegate certain tasks that, you know, I, I do try and say, you know, you have to make your own lunch or you have dance today, yeah, you have to that. you have to pack your bag and you have to make sure you have everything that you need. Um, I think another benefit of technology is we're able to be in constant touch with our kids. And so even just simple, you know, if we had a rough morning, I'll send them a text, I'm so sorry. Um, Or I'll check in after school, how's the homework coming? What do you think you want to have for dinner? So just kind of keeping in touch with them without actually physically being there, but really still being there for them. Mm -hmm. They know you're there. Yeah. All right. So what's a typical day in the life like for you guys as entrepreneurs, as moms? What's a typical day in the life like? Just any day the same as the one before? No. They're, all that different. Right? They're, all no. Different. They're all different. No. So I, I, th- I think um, we tend to get to work around 8.15-ish once the kids are on the bus. Um, and we're at work. I tend to stay in Westport in the corporate office. Dana tends to travel around more. To the store. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, <laughs> it, when I'm needed or, you know, when it, things are a little quieter in the headquarters and I'm able to get out, I do definitely enjoy being in the stores and kind of observing myself. Um, again, going back to the data versus feels, um, you know, you can look at numbers on, on a paper and make your assessments, but there's nothing like being actually in the stores. This is true. And then we work till, it depends. And being stay around, it depends. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, sometimes it's five, sometimes it's, you know, we stay overnight in some city because we need to be there. 
So it's it's all over the map, and it's not going to get any more consistent moving forward. In fact, I think it's going to be more yeah. chaotic. It is. Yeah. It is. Happy and chaos. But in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. So what do you think is the secret to your successful business partnership and your friendship? What's the secret here? Because I don't think everyone could be able to pull it off the way you guys have so well. Laughing. Yes. Laughing so nonstop. Um, laughing is very similar to crying, so we'll go in and out of those ways. Yeah. Um, so good for the soul. You know, being authentic with each other, knowing that, you know, decisions that we make at this point in our business relationship, we're in a business marriage. Mm-hmm. If I want to go one way, she's got to come with me and vice versa. So we, the respect we have for each other is, I mean, we, I, we, it's hard being an entrepreneur and I think... The fact that we are, I look around, we both have other friends outside of obviously our I, friendship. I have one. Um, but <laughs> there, nobody else can relate to exactly yeah. how I'm feeling like Julie. And I think that's mm-hmm. vice versa. No, I'll get out so, of a car and just look at her and we know 100% what's going on for each other and where our limits are. Like we'll look at each other and be like, how many more years do you have left? Yeah. And if it's like when you taste something delicious and your friend won't taste it, you're like, dude, taste it. I need you to taste it for me to really enjoy it. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. That, this would not be what it is without this dynamic. And people are always surprised. They'll see us out at like Oko or Jess up together and they're like, you like each other? <laughs> yeah, we really and do. And actually like, you know. Thank goodness, very right? Much it so, would never yeah. work if not, right? I, I think that's the special sauce. You guys are sauce. so good together. I, I, I think that's the truth. And yeah. uh, we do, we, we did marry people similar to the other. So we uh, get breaks, but we do go home to similar personalities. So what do you guys do for fun? When you're not working Ask and Dana, you're not mothering. Do <laughs> Is no, there anything fun, fun that goes fun? on? Oh, my God. Uh, what's fun? Be more specific. I mean, I hang with my kids. My kids are hilarious. Okay. So I mean, just for kids me, and kid work. time. A lot of family and time. And some friends. Yeah. yeah friends. Always friends, friends in there. Oh, my husband's friend? fun. Oh, no, my Jay husband's. Mountain. But Jay Mountain's fun. Uh, and my one friend's fun. And... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's about connecting with people yeah. um, and family, you know, my kids outside of here. And being a sports parent, that's yes, fun. Yes, that, that is that's, fun. I would say that's probably 80% of my social life these yep. days. Oh, You're my not gosh. a softball parent. Not a softball Let parent. Me just be clear. I'm a basketball mom. <laughs> it's like a four-hour Yeah. <laughs> hey there. Let's take a quick break for a quick word from our sponsor. I am so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Type A Deodorant. Type A deodorant is my go-to aluminum-free deodorant. You guys know how passionate I am about using clean and safe products in our house. My husband Jeff and I both swear by this deodorant, and we love it because it works and it doesn't stain our clothes. Even when we have an intense workout, it really works. It has sweat-activated technology for lasting protection. It's non-toxic. It won't stain your clothes, it's cruelty-free, and comes in four gender-inclusive scents. Jeff likes that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to get 20% off your entire order at typeadeodorant.com using code GOODNEWS20. Again, go to typeadeodorant.com, use the promo code GOODNEWS20. And that's some very good news right there. Now back to the show and our interview. 
Okay, so tell me what is happening with the... We want to talk about growth and expansion, because mm-hmm. this is, like, very, very exciting. I'm like, I'm, like a, really I'm like a proud mama bear. I'm so excited. I'm like the proud granola bar mom. Yeah. So give us the scoop on what's happening. Where are we looking next? How are we thinking about... How are we even... How are these decisions being... Yeah. Well, our, our job is to open restaurants. We yes. realize that, right? Yes. So our job is to make sure these six stores run beautifully, mm-hmm. are always getting better. It's a constantly changing dynamic. So while we have our eye on the prize of expansion, we're also really, really focused on making these stores even better every day. So that's number one. And then um, we, our job is to open restaurants. So right now we're looking at you know Boston, D.C., um, and really, uh, you know, looking at a lot of opportunities there. We have nothing done yet. We will tell you and other people when it's time. But uh, we certainly know that over the next few years, we're going to be going out of market um, and, and opening a bunch more stores. I'm personally really excited because I like both Boston and D.C. <laughs> so um, what do you like about D.C.? Dana, you start with DC. What do you um, like? About I DC? like the demographics. I like the population density. Uh, I like the sophistication of the customer there. It's um, a very vibrant place. Um, there's a lot of cool markets, both in Virginia and DC, and it's just uh, it's an exciting you know proposition that we possibly will open there someday. Okay, and what about Boston? I mean, I just love Boston, the city of Boston, because it's... Oh, uh, someone else wait, likes wait, Boston. let me see if it's my one friend or my husband. Oh, it's oh. my daughter. Oh. oh, my God. Am I going to send her to voicemail on the podcast? I'm oh, sorry. It's okay. You can take okay, it. Okay, no, it's okay. Um, Tell us about Boston. It, it just, it just, you know, it, it would be an urban, um, an urban situation for us, which we've never done. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Um, it's just a great city. There's a lot of... There's a lot of opportunity there. There's a lot of growth there. Their real estate market is booming. Um, all of the restaurants that we know of that have opened there are doing really well. There's a lot of universities and colleges. So it's just a lot of opportunity. The fields are there. The fields are definitely the fields there. Data the data is there. Yeah. And the data. Yeah. Yeah. Are we Red Sox fans? Yes. My, okay. my father-in-law played for the Pawtucket Red Sox, the no minor way. league team. Yeah, so I we know are, Pawtucket. Yeah, and my husband's from Massachusetts. So oh, we Jay are, is? Yeah, Jay what Mountain town? is from Massachusetts. I didn't know that. Am I going to give a shout-out to Carver, Mass? Oh, right now? Like, has anyone ever done that? Hi, Carver. <laughs> Carver, Mass. Yeah, Carver, Mass. Yes. He's such so an asshole. I love it. I didn't know if we could say that, <laughs> oh but my he gosh, is an asshole. Yes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so you have we're, connections there. We do, cool. and I have some friends in Wellesley. Oh, another friend? She's a friend. No, they're I mean, hi, She's Penny. Just it's just Penny. But, um, no, there's there's some great vibes there, just to add on to what Dana's saying. I also think, like, somebody made the very funny point that in D.C., the biggest employer is not going anywhere, right? The government is there, and they're employing always, people. Always working. And there's yeah. so many people there yep. uh, working and, and craving food. And when we do travel, what we find to be almost comforting is we keep thinking we're going to bump into, like, a baby granola bar or a logo and you know we are a local still version of us but yeah, we have yet to do we have so. yet to do it we're still doing something unique and that's very exciting so we want to kind of get to the markets uh, that we're interested in and serve them this you know modern diner 
breakfast all day, no judgment food zone. I know. I personally can't wait for both. So you have to fill us in when it's gonna when, when the announcement's coming. What happened to Philadelphia? Because I know that was on your. I know that <laughs> well, was you on can't your list follow for us a while. Like that. We'll go bing bang boom on all right. We'll yeah. be like ping pong on things. Oh, so, you mean on the gram? You're all no, over the place. Well, yeah, we'll go You're to like, Philly. We're here. We're, we're going to go to Chicago. Oh. We're going wait, to play- Chicago. No. <laughs> You're I love ter- this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we're, we're, these things take a while. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's good for us to understand and we the can markets. Never say, we can never say never right. to Philly. Just, right. No, that way yeah. when somebody comes to us with an opportunity, we at least understand the market the enough market. to say yay or nay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. That's a fair answer. Thank you. So if other entrepreneurs are listening right now and they have an idea or they maybe want to be entrepreneurs and they have an idea for something, mm-hmm. whether it's a product, a business, a restaurant, what's the best advice that you can give to other wannabe or current entrepreneurs find a good mentor yeah yeah very important mentors very very important also be comfortable in numbers um you know i i think good ideas are good ideas if you can go on to excel and really no i'm being serious we're both numbers people we both love numbers and we are not finance yeah and we're not afraid of understanding that intersection of whether it feels good or whether the math works out i like math and be comfortable in math so as entrepreneurs what do you think what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you so far and how are you able to overcome that because we don't want everyone to think like yeah. Everything is awesome. Oh, that was, right. That's the biggest obstacle. Yeah. So um, what's what's think, been the biggest challenge? And then how did you get through it? Um, oh I'm still going through I it. Know, you're like we're still we're having so deep in this. People yeah. say like you're doing. Oh my gosh, you guys are. It's probably our biggest hurdle. Yeah. Like you're riding around. You're running on an empire. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It is. Well, look what you guys have yeah. done. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. And it is amazing. But they're only saying one side of it. You know. I am a very conservative person, so for me, the biggest challenge has been being uncomfortable at all times, and there have been moments in our busy business where it has been very scary um, from a financial perspective or whether you know we have somebody in our system that is not working and we have to let them go, or it's, it can be very, very challenging, and you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, unfortunately. And it may be for a week, it may be for a month, it may be for six years. You just never know when things are going to click. And you know, there were moments in time where we were in a situation where we really needed to make a change in our business, and we were looking for new partners, and and mm-hmm. we didn't know when it was going to end. And we had to, we just had to stay the course, stay hope, in your lane, stay in our lane, and hope it would all work out. And luckily, it did. Yeah, I, I think we're in the kinds of communities where everybody knows everything, except. We are very clearly saying, like, we don't. Um, that's how we run our business. <laughs> but I mean that really lovingly. We're doing a beautiful job at it. It is so risky. It feels like you're sitting at a poker table and you're constantly putting all in. And wait, I couldn't even find more to put in, but I found more to put in. And you have to balance that with the smarts of running a family, running a household, you know, being married, being committed to your, to your, you know, my business partner and what she needs. I, I will say financially, it's exhausting. It is an exhausting, high-risk um, play. And, you know, oftentimes we're surrounded by such positivity, which is great. But in, in truth, you know, we'll look at each other and say, this might not work. Right? This might not work. You know, there is a lot of things that don't work. But 
what we do is beautiful. What we try to do every day is bring joy to people, and it is working. Um, so we stay focused on learning and growing, but it is a constant. It's like being at school every day in a class that you've never taken before. Every day. And so it's, it's just sticking with your gut. And it's, 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 I mean, we've aged. Let me tell you this, Nina. No, we look at pictures from like, oh, you know when the president goes in and then comes out and you're like, what happened? Look well, at all that gray way. hair. Yeah, like Obama, like with the gray hair. I mean, we, uh, it, we're going to be wrecked in five years. So we're going to have to like retire. You're both going to be on a walker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> my back's out already. But like, no, I think it's just, it's terrifying. And anybody who says otherwise, you know, maybe isn't, kind of emotionally, physically, financially all in, mm -hmm. you know? And that's what it is. It's not just money, right? It's your physicality, your mind, your emotions, your heart. Like my heart breaks when something isn't good at a restaurant. When we get a bad Yelp review, it's like personal. Oh, I know. You know? Yeah. Just tell me when that happens. I'll go in okay. and like <laughs> cross them Clean out. It up. No, but it's, 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 I mean, you, you said it well, but it's, yeah, so when you walk in here, we're here on location in your Fairfield, Connecticut location. When you guys walk in here, do you feel proud? Do you feel excited? Do you feel warm and fuzzy? Like, what's it like when you walk into one of your very own places that you guys own? You guys built this. That's great. I mean, I, I don't think we reflect on that yeah, much. I mean, when I, you're driving forward at 150 miles an hour, it's rare that we stop. Like, there are moments yeah, when we open around. a new store. Like, we'll have some tears of joy and some relief. and. Yeah. Um, right? Like in the big picture moments, we'll like look at each other and be like, wow, like, wow. But day to day, it's more, you know, you look at it the way you would look at your kid's homework. You're not like, you know, you get excited at a 90, <laughs> you know, you, but, but for the most part, you're like, what can we do better? Mm -hmm. It's not yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. you know, we walk into a store and yes, we are prideful a hundred percent, but we also see flaws mm. and we're looking around and we want to tweak everything so it can be distracting being in stores. Um, but, you know, we try and do it with all sorts of positivity and, um, you know, lifting people up instead of putting them down. Right. I think that's important. So in terms of marketing, how did you guys, did you just decide you're going to do mostly Instagram? Was that like a big, was that organic well, or was that a strategic expensive. decision? <laughs> it's free on the gram. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and you guys are so good at the, at the gram. So we, we've, I think um, for the first five years, we realized that it was powerful Instagram and that it was cheap and meaning, you know, we didn't have to promote and people were word of mouth. The power of that was, a, you know, it showed us very immediately whether or not what we were doing was good mm -hmm. because either people would forward it on and it gain traction or they didn't care about it. Um, you know, recently we've just hired a marketing firm, Carrie Levitt Communications, who might be standing here oh. or not. But um, so Carrie's so serious. No, that's fine. But, um, you know, she's going to take us really to that next level that we need. You know, Dana and I... You mean when you go to D.C. and Boston? <laughs> you're obsessed. Um, no, I think even when we're here, right, like there's so much that we can't do, Dana and I. Um, you have to work in your business or on your business, right? So we tend to toggle, Good to delegate. To, good to delegate. Yep. And so... Find um, good people like Carrie. No, we really yeah. need that now. We need to, you know... We need some polishing, right, Dean? Some PR polish. Yeah. But, um, but your well, Instagram's it's good. It's hard to stay on top of everything. And I also, know. I think Instagram has changed a lot since we yes. opened. That's fair. You know, when yeah. 2013, it was a different platform than right. it is today. And 
Um, people used it differently, and there, I, I don't know that influencers really existed back then, or they probably did, but not in, you know, how frequent, you know, the frequent nature of it now. So it's just different and it's harder for Julie and I to navigate it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important for us to have outside help, someone who's like dedicated to that platform versus us having it as like a tool that we can use when available, but it's not something we're focused on every day. Now, how can people find you guys on the gram? Oh, we're at the oh. Granola Bar. Oh, at the Granola Bar. Or okay. at Granoli Girls at for Granola our cute Girls. little behind the scenes. For the bloopers. Yeah, for the epic <laughs> chaos. That's, that's um, really more the Thelma and Louise yeah, yeah. account. Um, but we're at the Granola Bar, and um, that's where you can find us. And you can find us at our stores. Yeah. We're yes. actually there. We're actually going to be in Rye on Friday for our two-year anniversary. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a big party of like avocado There's toast and lattes? It's oh always gosh, a party. It's so good. It's so good. Well, thanks, guys. How do you think it went today? You'll have to tell us. We'll see. We'll see how many listeners we yes. have. Right. Yes. We'll see. We'll see how it does. Well, the goal is really Data? to get more listeners than the Dudley Stevens sisters. Oh, we'll never be able to oh, do I that. Can't we love that. the Dudley. I know. Aren't they no, cute? No, great. The fleece. I need fleece head to toe. I know. Now that it's fall, we need all the fleece. I finally right? please send fleece to the girly girls. Yeah. <laughs> we were happy to test out your new pants. If you're listening. Oh yes, <laughs> those sweatpants, right? Yeah. Aren't they so good? Yeah. Good. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank I'm so you. proud of you both, and I really appreciate that you guys wanted to come on and share all your good news, even though you keep it real, which is what I like to do too. So it's not all, you know, unicorns and rainbows, right? Yes. Um, but you guys always keep it real, and I really appreciate you guys coming on because, like I said, when I started this third baby that I call this podcast, you guys were on my original list of who I wanted to have on the podcast. So it's all come full circle now. So Yay, thank you, you guys can retire. so much. I know. I know. And we have a sponsor with that deodorant. I need I'm going deodorant. out to get it, type A. Yes, and use my promo code. All right, Get done. 20% off. Done. So thank good. Thank you, Nina. Thank you well, for thank having you us. thank you again. Everyone needs to follow Julie and Dana, the two founders and CEOs of the Granola Bar. We're so proud of all their success. Remember, they're on, on the gram, at the Granola Bar, and at Granoli Girls. Thank you both for inspiring us and motivating us and keeping it real with us. Love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for listening to My Mom's Podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify. Also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. Also rate and review all her podcasts too. And please share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. She's Nina B. Clark. Clark has an E at the end. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thanks again for listening. Let's keep being awesome.